Welcome to Football Prodigy with me, Charlotte Fletcher, and my, um, <clears throat> amateur mom. Hey, I'm not an amateur mom. I'm a professional mom. I'm not talking about your mothering skills. I'm talking about your football prowess. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Well, anyway, I am Holly Fletcher, and enjoy our podcast. Oh, hey, Mom. So, how are you doing? <sighs> I don't know. I'm just kind of like, it's like, I, I was waiting so long for this, and now it's over. Why can't it be like seven days? Like... Um, a day for each round to make it last as long as possible. Yeah, it's really hard with, you know, not a whole lot going on right now. Yeah. Um, and then that was some, the draft was something you were really, a lot of sports fans were really looking forward yeah, it, to. Yeah, it had, they recorded, um, there there were like, there were like 55 million views of the draft. It was like one of the, I think it's the, I think it's it's the, the highest, the highest view draft the um, in history, in history. Yeah. So yeah, a which, lot of people were, and it was less exciting than normal because it was like Roger Goodell, who may or may not have been drinking. What do you think? <laughs> yeah. He was definitely eating M&Ms. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, he had his M&M jar. Sitting in his whatever den or whatever like with his, his little man cave. his little half zip fleece that he had on you know basically reading cards and then you saw shots of like different people on phones and then you and then they announced the pick and then you saw like the whoever the pick was like their family being like yay and then that's it well, I mean, it's it's pretty much this is the only live sporting event that we're ever going to see for like the next several months. So that's one part of the reason why it's the most viewed. I was actually quite impressed. I thought it wouldn't go this well. I thought there'd be like glitches, technical difficulties and things like that. But it actually went very smoothly. I was very impressed. Yeah, I mean, it was just a little boring, but I guess given the new context, it was it didn't need to be exciting. Yeah, <laughs> for people to watch. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right. So, what'd you think overall? Any what's your takeaways? I don't know how you want to start this today, but well, what I would like to start with is this is our going to be our third episode of our podcast. Oh, yeah. Which means we can now be an official podcast. And we can on, be in the podcast on app. Apple. Apple uh, Podcasts. Apple. Yeah. yeah. So it may take mom, amateur mom here, yeah. a, a little bit to figure out how to get it on there. But I yeah. do know that we will be um, qualified for that. Yes. So we'll work on that. Yeah. We need a cover picture and whatnot, but we'll work we'll, we'll, on we'll it. We'll figure it out. Um, so stay tuned for that. So I'm just going to like. I don't know. I guess we're going to kind of just, like, go down, and I'm going to discuss the picks I really liked. Um, we're going to discuss our OU Sooners. Yeah, Get sorry. It. This is an OU Sooner-centric podcast. Yeah, yes. We, we got to discuss where our OU Sooners are going, and, and even if they didn't, they weren't in the first round, which there were two, by the way, in the first round. Woo. So... We're going to discuss our OU Sooners. We're going to discuss the head-scratcher picks. Head-scratchers. And the value picks. Value. Good value for the money, right? 
Yes, like, yeah. for example, the players that people got in the later rounds that can make an immediate impact. And also, I would say the sleeper picks, like the ones that we're, like, like we're head-scratching now, but I really like and I think will be good, like, picks, good picks Yeah. in the future. Yeah, yeah. So, we're going to start it off with the with our, like... Picks I like slash picks everyone thought was coming. And who better to lead off this list than Joe Burrow to the Cincinnati Bengals? The most Woo! boring, you know, thing. It's not like everyone knew that for, like, several months. And I'm honestly surprised. In an interview with Joe Burrow, he said that the NFL sent him all 32 hats when really they only need to send him one because everyone knew. Maybe, like, three, just so he has some extra hats to wear. You know, yeah. just around. Yeah, he said he's gonna like give the extra hats for the to neighbors and things like that. So. Yeah, he, you know, just to, everybody needs a few hats. So especially these days when our hair looks so bad. So his that, hair, by the way, he had tweeted that his hair was gonna look bad. Yeah, but it actually it, looked good. Yeah, it looked good. He, he looked fine. He doesn't need a salon apparently. All right, so. Another pick, well, pretty much everyone expected the top three picks, so I'm not going to go too in-depth about those. And that was um, Joe Burrow to the Bengals, Chase Young to the Redskins, um, Jeff Okuda to the Lions. And then, and then, things started to get spicy, as I I call it. Um, Jalapeno! So now I'm. That's mainly the picks everyone expected because there was some weird stuff happening where like all the tackles got delayed and that pushed the wide receivers back and it just was a big fat chain reaction. So now I'm gonna tell you the picks that I personally like very much and I thought it was a good pick, solid pick. All right. So first, I know everyone has doubts about the two of medical, but I'm gonna say I have doubts. I'm going to say that I really liked the Dolphins picking Tua Tagovailoa, quarterback out of the University of Alabama. I really like this pick because since Dan Marino retired, the, 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 the Dolphins have had 21 starting quarterbacks, and that's tied third for most in the league since, since 2000. First? Since 2000, probably. Probably. Probably Cleveland's first, but... um. That's but still, that's a lot of starting quarterbacks, and they've never had a Pro Bowl quarterback since Dan Marino. So, I mean, the, the they need a they need they're looking for that next Dan Marino. Yeah. So can we just um, chime in here? Um, yeah. Of course, you know the jury's still out on Tua, but mm-hmm. can we just have a moment um, where we meditate and feel sympathetic for Josh Rosen? Yes. So, for those that don't know, Josh Rosen um, was drafted... Number 10 overall. Number 10 overall. By the Arizona Cardinals. Two years ago, right? Two years ago. Two years ago, ago. yeah. Traded up to get him. Traded up to get him, okay? He goes to Arizona. They continue to suck. Yeah. I don't think he was... I mean, he just didn't... There were a lot of problems. Yeah, there were a lot of problems. So then they get a new head coach that just happened to be Cliff Kingsbury, and Kyler happened to be available that year. And Cliff Kingsbury, loves if you didn't know, Kyler is, is loved in, in love with Kyler. And I think, also... I think he literally might be. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean... He has a, there's a whole thing there. I don't know. Yeah, so... Like a man crush. Yeah. <laughs> so... 
I, and, I mean, yeah, and also just while we're on the topic of Cliff Kingsbury, his house looks like his a temple. His house was off the hook. Look, yeah. It was a little bit much. Like, <laughs> I think Very Cliff modern. Kingsbury might think that he is, in fact, a Roman Caesar. Yeah, his, his house looks like a palace. He had, like, sure. this flame thing out in his courtyard. And I was had- like, what? is that is that's like some sort of like place to sacrifice animals (laughs) to the gods okay or something like that um in any case so he became the head coach he basically shoved josh rose into the side thanks dude but bye-bye because i really gotta have my kyler here and then and then josh rosen goes to dolphins Dolphins. where he competes with ryan fitzpatrick for the starting job on another team that sucks and throughout the first half of the season they rotated quarterbacks it was Ryan Fitzpatrick, no, Josh Rosen, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Josh Rosen. And then, it ultimately, Ryan Fitzmagic, he won the starting job, and Ryan, and Josh Rosen is a backup now. And now, Tua comes in, and he's going to be, if Ryan Fitzpatrick stays there, he's going to be a third-string quarterback. But if Ryan, if they trade Ryan Fitzpatrick away or he retires, then he'll be a backup. Regardless, he's not the starter. So pretty much he had a, well, I wouldn't say promising rookie season, but he had a young career, 10th overall, la-di-da-di-da, and now within two years, he's, he's, he's a backup or potential third yeah. string in Miami. Well, but he's still making a lot of money. True. As Dad reminds us, um, the best job in the world is pretty much a second or third string NFL quarterback. Yeah. Because you make the muda. Don't cry for him, Argentina. However, I still feel bad for him. Yeah. It sucks. All right. All right. Moving on. Another pick I really liked was that... I'm I'm not gonna mention this yet because we'll get it in our OU players, but mm-hmm. I just really like the CD Lamb pick for the Cowboys, but we'll get to that later. Obviously. Um obviously. Yes. Another pick I like that I think a lot of people are sleeping on, and I totally saw this coming, and everyone's just like, What? What? But not Charlotte. Yes, but I like this pick by the Green Bay Packers. Oh, Chilo is walking on Charlotte's notes. Yes. Chilo, get off the notebook, buddy. Chilo is the dog. Chilo is the dog, yes. Also a huge football fan. Yes. So, I saw the Packers picking Jordan Love out of Utah State. Mm, I I really like this pick because... Aaron Rodgers is the same age, relatively the same age. He's a year older, actually. But he's the same age as Brett Favre was when they took Aaron Rodgers. So, I think this is... how poetic. I think this is the right time to pick a quarterback, and I think Jordan Love will benefit from learning from Aaron Rodgers. And, yeah, I just really like this pick, and hopefully he'll be a starter one day for the Packers. So, and I read something or heard something about how something about Jordan Love's style or play fits very well with what the Packers already have going, like their yeah. playbook. But, yes, I. Assume. But I don't have enough expertise to judge that. I so. guess, yeah. I, I like so. Those are the main. 
picks that I really like. Those are the two that stuck out to me that I thought were really great picks by the organizations. And I know Jordan Love kind of falls into the sleeper pick category, but he's not as deep a sleeper as some of the other picks on this list. Um, so, yeah. All right. Next, we're going to get to our OU players. OU. OU. So, we're going, we're going to cover the... Five, yes, you heard me, five. We're going to cover Parnell Motley, too, which most of you... Shush. It's background music. Whatever. It's background. No. Okay, the five OU players, and that includes Parnell Motley, which, who, if you didn't know, he's a corner out of OU, and he's an undrafted free agent, and he's going to sign with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So that's Parnell Motley. Now for the four that got drafted. So we'll start with our two first-rounders, that being C.D. Lamb and Kenneth Murray. And C.D. Lamb was taken 17th overall to the Dallas Cowboys. And get ready for my Michael Irvin impression because I've been practicing this because this is literally Michael Irvin's reaction when he, when he heard that this was the pick. I love this pick for my Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> that was good. That was very good. Yes, that's my Michael Irvin impression. That's good. So, that's... that's. No, 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 Chilo! Chilo just, like, hit a button. Oh, no. he hit a Chilo, button. you cannot get on top of the laptop. I think it's still recording, though. Yeah, so. yeah, we're fine. Chilo, you cannot step on the laptop, okay? <laughs> no, this is not your podcast. Get your own podcast, honey. Get your own podcast. Get your own podcast. Put your money where your mouth is. Get you your dogs and get you your own podcast. Oh, now he's lying on top of my notes. Okay, Chilo, we don't know what your problem okay. is, but this really Gino. does not involve you. Go, go over there. Gino. Yeah. Okay, fine. Um, so, a few thoughts for me on the CD Lamb. CD Lamb is obviously amazing, which we have he's covered. He's the best wide receiver in the draft class, but he was the third. Yes! Third I do not wide receiver. Understand. The board. I do not understand. And in fact, mm-hmm. that's one of the heads. Is that one of your head scratchers? Is the rugs? Yes. One of my head scratchers is the rugs pick. The receiver domino effect would have proceeded in an orderly fashion if the Raiders had taken C.D. Lamb or Jerry Judy. Yeah. Like, it would have proceeded in an orderly fashion. But no, no. So who took they Ruggs? They had to take Henry Ruggs. The which, Raiders. Which just really is puzzling because no, uh, nobody had him the first one off the board, wide receiver. Uh, apparently they did. So anyway, that was a head scratcher, but I think it worked out well for CD because yeah, he, gets, he is from Texas. Yes, he's from Texas. He's probably been a Cowboys fan for his life. He's also played in that stadium Several times. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's true. The, the Big 12 championship is held in that stadium. I think That's he's correct. won every time, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I mean, because OU has been, like, the Big 12 champion for, like, for, the yeah. past 10 years. Yeah, some, well, I think they missed maybe one year in there. But, yeah, so there, so he's he knows that stadium. He's close to home. And can we go ahead and mention that Neville Gallimore, his also, teammate... Also got picked by the Dallas also Cowboys got picked by in the Dallas third Cowboys. round, which I can't believe he fell that far. It's yeah. just the team needs. It, but I think and that's what is his great. position again, Charlotte? He's a defensive lineman. Yeah, defensive He's a big tackle guy. Precise. Very good guy. Very big guy. Yeah, big and guy. Very good. 
And uh, but that's cool that the two of them are the teammates are yeah, going together teammates. to Dallas. Yeah. So Jer- really Jerry nice. Jones was like, like I we saw the cam on him. He was in his yacht. By he the way, he was on a yacht. He was on I a mean, yacht. You know what? He is at the point now, and I think he may have. I think he's been there for several decades, where he just honestly has no cares about whether or not people like him he is not trying to be likable anymore um and that's good that he's not trying because he is not likable and and being on your yacht during a pandemic for the draft is just not you know a socially good move in my book but everybody hates Jerry Jones, and that's just kind of written into the whole thing. So yeah, but you—if you saw the look on his face, he was practically giddy that CD fell to him because the Dallas Cowboys had said that CD was the number one wide receiver on their board, and if he somehow managed to fall to them, they would take him. And guess what? That's they what fell happened. to him. Lucky, so, lucky them. Yeah, we mentioned Neville Gallimore also went to the Cowboys in the third round. In the third round. And now we're gonna get to one of my favorite picks in the draft. Kenneth Murray to the Chargers, twenty oh, third overall. The Chargers traded back into the first round to get this guy. Did they? Yes, they did. Oh. They traded picks with the Patriots, so the Patriots could get a second round. The Chargers traded back into the first to get this guy, and the reason is what's his position? Linebacker. He's a linebacker, and the reason is that there are multiple DMs who said that the interview with Kenneth Murray was the best interview they'd seen in years. Years. Best interview they'd been a part of in years. This guy had... He he was a star in the interview pro- process because he's just a really good guy. And Great for those player. of you who don't know, um, his, his family, they adopted three special needs children. So he had to pretty much... He was like their second... He, he, he kind of had to... Step them. up and help raise them, and he was pretty much, like he put he pretty much was he's very like he was like, he's a very mature guy. Like the maturity is there. It's like very good guy, and he's also an outstanding football player. Outstanding. So, he was so, basically OU's entire defense. He pretty much was. Yeah, they he was everywhere. Didn't have a whole lot going for them. Yeah, <laughs> but they did have Kenneth Murray. Yeah, they did have Kenneth Murray, yeah. and finally our last Sooner pick. Which I personally, a lot of people are scratching their heads over this. The Philly fans, I'm not sure how they feel. How they feel about this? I've I heard, think they're happy. I've heard the Philly fans actually don't like this because they're like, well, well, we have Carson Wentz. Why do we need a backup quarterback? Because but, but now they do have one, and he's a great one. Jalen Hurts, are one of our adopted children. Fifty third overall to the Philadelphia. Eagles. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Philly. So pretty much what the Eagles did is they I think they're gonna use him as kind of like a wildcat quarterback. And hmm. for those of you who don't know what a wildcat quarterback is, that's like a Taysom Hill type thing where like they line him up at different positions, like wide receiver, tight end, running back, fullback, that stuff. Because people say um Lamar Jackson is a running back ca- playing quarterback but Jalen Hurts is a fullback playing quarterback so he 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 can be used in many different ways and also it's kind of an insurance policy because I know that um Eagles fans you're painfully aware of 
uh, how Carson, Carson Wentz's Wentz. tendency to get injured. He's another Tua. Those those guys made out of China. So little the, fragile China dolls. Okay. So the the so and as you know, backups are pretty popular in Philly because Nick Foles won them a Super Bowl, and so. I think that 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 Philly is forever grateful, and that kind of are just like, well, like Nick Foles won won us a Super Bowl, so why is Carson Wentz still our starter, and now mm-hmm. Nick Foles is in Chicago? So it'll. I think I really like this pick, but I know a lot of people are scratching their heads. For Philly fans out there, don't worry. Trust me. This every you're what if you're wondering, well, why the heck didn't we get another wide receiver? Because we have a glaring need there. Jalen Hurts can be a wide receiver. Ooh. He's an offensive weapon for Carson he, Wentz. Is he good at catching the ball though? I know he's good at running, obviously. Yeah, they did it. They actually did a Philly special at OU once. They they did it and he caught a touchdown pass. Yeah, you're he's right. cut he's caught some touchdown I mean, passes. I'm sure he doesn't have the ball, the, you know, receiving skills of CD or yeah. OBJ. Well, but, obviously. But to mix things up. The other thing I wonder with him is long time ago, before you were born, Charlotte, um, OU had a dual quarterback setup where I think it was Jason White. I can't remember who the main quarterback was. Or was it Trevor Knight? Anyway, I'm fuzzy on that. But then they had this other guy called uh, Blake Bell. Who, you, if you don't know, he's now a tight end for the Kansas he's City Chiefs. He's now a tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs. And he yep. has a Super Bowl ring. Um, but back in his college career, he was a quarterback. And we called him the Belldozer. Because what they would do is they would put him in in the red zone. And he was an expert at just powering through the line and getting into the end zone. Um so and even even the other teams obviously they knew what was going to happen when he went in, but it didn't yeah. it didn't it didn't matter. Yeah, that's how it is with Taysom Hill. When he lines up at quarterback, they all know it's going to be a QB run, but they can't. But stop they can't it. do anything about it. No, <laughs> it's just like nowadays when I wake up, I know I'm not going to get anything done um, going into the day, but it doesn't it doesn't give me any motivation to do anything about it. All right, so that wraps up our OU picks, and now. For the picks that I truly do not understand what the heck the GMs were thinking what here. The what the heck? heck were you thinking? Picks. And we're going to kick it off with Henry Ruggs, which I already mentioned. I'm yeah. thinking right now when I see this pick, I'm like... What the... What I mean, the he's heck? good, but he's not your top. He's good, He's good, but he was... I'm pretty sure the Raiders are the only team in the NFL who Henry Ruggs was number one on their board. The only team... And like I said before, everything would have proceeded in an orderly fashion if they would have taken C.D. Lamb or Jerry Judy, because then the Broncos probably would have taken C.D. and then the and then Rugs might fall to like whoever. But I mean, like I'm just kind of maybe they just liked him. Maybe they pick. just like personally just felt a gel with him, you know, like they just felt kind of a chemistry there. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? And so, yeah, that's my first what the heck pick. Yeah. And um, can I just say though, um, 
Henry Ruggs was rocking it with the bath bathrobe on draft night. Did oh, you see that? No, I did not see his bathrobe. He, he had his he had his bathrobe on draft night. Hey, so yeah. some of them were really dressed up. Some of them were really dressed down. Yeah. Yeah. So. Also, right. I'll just mention since we're on the subject of what people looked like that um, Bill Belichick, who needs the help being liked. Yeah. Won some points by yeah. having his dog Nike. Nike his dog was he picked at his computer. He picked um their first selection in the second round. And also was using a pretty crappy looking room. Yeah. So I don't know again, contrast with Jerry Jones on a yacht. And Bill Cliff Belichick, Kingsbury in yeah, a temple. Oh, in the Roman temple, you know, yeah. the Parthenon. <laughs> yeah. With the flames and everything like that. Yeah. Bill Belichick was basically in, like, I don't know, like a garage of some kind? <laughs> yeah. I don't even know. It looked like, like our house is nicer than that room. So, or maybe it was a bathroom. I don't even know. <laughs> closet, maybe? Maybe it was a closet because of the acoustics? But anyway, it was not attractive. And my my next pick for the what the heck pick is um, the Titans picking Isaiah Wilson out of Georgia. Now I know I think I, I I like this prospect, but this is way too early. This is like a second round player. Like I think you instead what position is he? Um, offensive tackle. Okay. And I think instead you should pick like Josh Jones from Houston because. I, I think he's more of a first-round player than Isaiah Wilson is. And hmm. those two should have flopped selections. Like, that's just my... What swapped. The, swapped. Swapped. Flip-flopped. Flip-flopped. Okay. Selections right there, because those two should should have been switched around, because Josh Jones is a, more of a first-round player, in my opinion, than Isaiah Wilson is. So that's my what-the-heck picks, and now... Just two? Just two. I, I thought this was a pretty reasonable draft. Like, I, I think a lot of things... There was a lot of things that I was like, what? But I wasn't like, that's you, outrageous. You seem super... This is what happened for a lot of them. We would be sitting there. Charlotte would make a prediction. It would it would be somebody else. And she would go, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. That's happened a lot. So, I, I think those are the only two, in my opinion. I think... I could stretch it with a couple. There's a couple I don't like, but I don't think are necessarily outrageous. So those are the main two that stuck out to me that I really didn't like. And now for my sleeper picks. I already mentioned one with Jordan Love, but I put that in ones that I just liked because, well, I predicted that. So it wasn't really a sleeper for me. And so, Chilo. This dog is... Just really so sleeper picks that I like. I'm gonna start it out with Jalen Ragor from TCU to the Eagles. Now I know a lot of people are saying, "Well, why didn't we pick Justin Jefferson?" But the Eagles have a need What's for the speed. Again, wide receiver. Oh, okay, all right. The Eagles have a need for speed, and I think they just really like this guy. Like, I like I I I like this pick, even though a lot of people are confused about it. I think it'll prove to be a good pick because he's kind of like the off-brand of Henry Ruggs. And I think that's – I think he, 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 he didn't run a fast 40-yard dash at the combine, and that kind of hurt his draft stock. But um, 
But he plays fast. He plays fast. Also, he's also named Jalen. They obviously like people named Jalen. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. Did they get all the Jalens in the draft, No, Charlotte? they didn't get all the Jalens. They didn't get all the Jalens. Maybe, maybe that was, you know, that's a strategy. You could go in being like, you know, our goal here is to draft everyone named Jalen. That would be a horrible draft strategy. Oh, that might be my draft strategy, is just pick a name. And just be like, we're getting all the Henrys this year. Like, all the Matts next year. And then all the Joes after that. And that's that's our strategy. Yeah, well, what if you don't It might get- work out. It could be an interesting experiment. Okay, well, moving on. Um, the next pick I really liked, and I think is a sleeper pick, is... Got to flip my page here. Yes, Jordan Brooks. Um, Another Jordan. Jordan Brooks, um, from, although his name is spelled differently, he has a Y instead of an O, Jordan. Yeah, Jordan Brooks, Seahawks, 27th overall linebacker from Texas Tech. When I first saw this pick, I was like, Hmm. what? But then upon further evaluation, I realized that a lot of teams actually really like this guy, and although he didn't really appear in any mocks, this guy can ball out. He's a great player, and I think this is an awesome sleeper pick. Not the best value pick, per se, but I think he's a very good sleeper pick in the first round. So, Seahawks fans, just be glad that they didn't trade down this year because they broke the trend. They traded down every year since 2012, if you didn't yeah. know that. Okay. Yep. Well. So, um, and the my... Ravens. My last, my last pick... For um, sleeper picks is the Chiefs picking oh. Clyde Edwards Hilaire, running back. Ooh, what kind of? That's quite a name, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, running back from LSU. And a lot of people were like, "Well, why didn't they pick DeAndre Swift or J.K. Dobbins or Jonathan Taylor?" And I and I think it's because this he Clyde Edwards Hilaire is the best receiving back. In this draft class, and that's what the Chiefs want to do. He'll just be another weapon for Patrick Mahomes, and I think the Chiefs wanted a receiving back um, in terms of um, because they wanted more of like a matchup nightmare and less of a DeAndre Swift because they don't run the ball that much. So I think Damian Williams is good how he is. He's got a solid spot um, as the Chiefs running back and. I don't know. I think that Clyde Edwards Hilaire will be a good acquisition. His name is very cool. He sounds very regal. Yes. Edwards Hilaire. So what's next? My value picks? Value picks is what I'm doing next. I don't know. You're in charge. All right. We'll do value picks then. I think that's our last thing, right? Yeah, value picks. What's the difference between a sleeper pick and a value pick? A value pick is someone that was a super good player that they got... Like low down, low down. Okay. yeah. And a sleeper pick is more like someone that something that you're scratching your head over, but you but, think it's but a good I idea. think it's a good pick. Okay. So value pick, I'm just gonna first go with the Buccaneers selecting Tristan Wirfs, offensive tackle from Iowa. I'm surprised this kid fell out of the top ten. This this is a player. Really? Yeah. This 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 guy is a great will be a great offensive tackle for Tom Brady because they got to protect the old man back there. And um, 
and this is just a great pick. I can't believe he the fell. Old man. How old is Tom Brady again? He's 43. He's going to be 43 in August. That is so old. Yeah, you're, what are you? Like, you're like that same age. You must be really old, too. I'm older than that, but... Yeah, you're yeah. old. Anyway, I'm being sarcastic. I know. Yeah. All right, so this guy is, gets to... You know, I, I feel for this guy, though, because he's going to have to sacrifice his body and yeah. for someone who's really a repugnant human being. <laughs> it's kind of like Donald Trump's Secret Service agents. <laughs> like, I really feel for those people. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Okay. Well, another value pick that I like. I honestly, C.D. Lamb fits to the Cowboys, fits in three different categories. It's a pick I like. It's a value pick, and it's an OU sooner. So oh, yeah, because he did fall. Um, yeah, because yeah, I'm already. I'm. We already covered him. Yeah, I'm, but great value. Yeah, great value. Perfect. All right, my last one is. Um, make sure that's my last one. Yeah, that's my last one. Is the Jaguar is getting Kalevon Chase on. Ooh, what a name! See, I would just go for all the good names. So Kalevon Chase on. That's the coolest name ever. Yeah. It's that's better. That's even better than Clyde Edwards Hilaire. What is it again? K-Levon Chason? K-Levon Chason. K-Levon Chason. Okay, tell me about him. Okay, so this, this guy, I didn't think... I actually thought the Cowboys would snag him, but obviously they got C.D. Lamb because he's another person who falled so that allowed Caleb on Jason to fall all the way to the Jaguars at 20 and so this is a great value pick by the Jaguars awesome and all the way I by the way I was looking back through my notes and I realized there was another pick that I really didn't like and I was scratching my head over so can I just I know this is off the topic and that was the end of my value picks but okay well that's okay circle back all right right, circle back I have another pick that I really don't like because I only had two so now let's make it three the Raiders. The Raiders had two picks I didn't like. This is the second. Their second pick of the first Henry round. Henry Ruggs. So Henry Ruggs and Damon Arnett, a corner out of um, Ohio State, and this guy was like gonna be a late first rounder at best, and they picked him at nineteen overall, and he has some character issues, honestly. So I we don't like that. Yeah, I like on this this guy. He was like people's like. 13th corner on the board or like hmm. people's like seventh corner on the board like so this is just I'm just like confused on the Raiders board I think they had a kind of messed up board and they might not have done their due diligence Frankly, very well they so. seem to have a bit of a track record of doing questionable things like when they had Antonio Brown when they took Antonio Brown yeah they were I hoping they, they, they need w- some new decision makers yeah, they were hoping that would work out, but it didn't obviously. So, the the I don't I just don't like this pick and um cuz this is a guy who was more of a second round player than a first. And so, well, that's kind of the end of my draft analysis, I guess. Do you have any the, over, overall thoughts? I thought it was a interesting draft in more ways than one. Um I thought the fact that there were so many defensive players taken early hmm. made all the tackles slide down to, like, all the tackles went down. And also the Giants taking Andrew Thomas. That was a, also another head-scratcher. 
And but I'm okay with it on second thought. But that kind of made all the tackles just fall down the board, along with the fact that the Cardinals went defense and also the Jags went defense at number nine and eight. So the that caused the tackles to slide, which caused the wide receivers to slide, and it was a domino effect. So that's my final thought. So the big question, Charlotte, now yes. is what. Are you going to do with your life now that this is over? Nothing. I have no purpose in life anymore. What are we going to talk about in next time? Uh, We're probably going to talk about, like, free agency. The weather. Oh, oh, oh. The weather, maybe. There's some... We're gonna. We haven't. We haven't yet talked about free agency. Gardening. We could do like a gardening podcast. (laughs) Whatever. Okay. All right. I th- we're we're gonna talk about free agency next time because we haven't really talked about that because it's been all draft. Because when we started, it was like two weeks away. So there, free agency wasn't a big thing. So we have yet to weigh in on our free agency stuff. So I think that's what we're gonna discuss next time on Football Prodigy. All right, we'll uh, do our best to find some purpose in our life. Yeah, and, we'll uh, do our best. We will try to pass that on to our and also, six listeners. Yes, and look for the the um, NFL, the bleh, football prodigy on the Apple Podcast app. It'll be posted hopefully within the next two weeks. So. Oh, okay. Well, mom, mom will do our best. Yeah, we'll do our best. We apologize if it's posted later. You're not. You're not gonna figure this out. I am. Uh, okay. 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 Well, I'm a producer. I, you apologize. Yeah. Well, I. Well, anyway, I'm yeah. gonna try my best. She's gonna just try to figure out what to do with her life. Yeah. And we will be back next time. Yes. Goodbye. Why do you always say goodbye so we're like, goodbye? Why can't you just be like, peace out, people? And then